to Be The Real You podcast for women. I am so happy you're here. This is the place where we talk about ways to manage our lives as real and authentic women because, frankly, it's not easy. Hi, everyone. I'm Sherry Harmel, longtime coach as well as editor of the very new Be The Real You magazine. I am so happy you landed here because that means you are joining our growing tribe of women who live, work, and create as their real and true selves. Let's get started. Hi, ladies, and welcome to episode 43 of Be The Real You podcast. I titled this episode... Bam! Now what? And you need to have those little sound effects. That was loud, right? But life is never just filled with goodness and fun. Sometimes you get what I call a BAM event. Remember Emeril Lagasse's cooking show? Some of you might remember. He would go along with cooking something yummy. Oh, looked delicious. And suddenly out of the blue, he would raise his hand high up in the air and he'd yell, bam, and he'd throw some spice into the dish. Well, that bam is sort of how life sometimes works. Everything's going along just fine. You're moving forward on your big goals in life and suddenly, bam, you get hit by something or someone that takes you totally off your path. You can tell I enjoy the bam sound. Well, that recently happened to me. Someone I love had a hissy fit, and she said things that truly made me cry. For two days, what she said hung on me like a heavy, heavy cape of sadness. I was stuck. But this happens to all of us, doesn't it? And it isn't always a family member or a friend who makes statements that really cut you to the quick. It can also be that colleague who finds ways to make you feel insignificant or works behind your back to promote themselves, even though you're supposed to be on the same team. What you probably feel, and I know I did, when that happens is anger. I have this great desire to set the record straight I want to defend myself and tell the person who hurt me, you are wrong. That is our natural reaction. And yet, we all know that if we do that, we can get stuck in the vortex of the experience and probably with the person who hurt us as you try to get them to listen to the truth. Well, I decided to make a better choice this time. It just so happens that I was in the middle of reading Kristen Neff's book titled Self-Compassion when my big BAM moment occurred. Now, Dr. Neff has a new book out titled Fierce Compassion, but I actually like her first book better. Dr. Neff is all about the importance of self-compassion and that it's critical to our sense of happiness and well-being. She claims it's even more important, self-compassion is even more important than self-esteem. Dr. Neff points out that the opposite of self-compassion is self-judgment, which we'll talk about in just a minute. 
I took a deep breath because I realized there was a connection between what I was reading with how I was feeling after my family member lobbed in her BAM attack. But how many times do I think or say similar mean things to myself? How often do I critique myself with all that I should have done or could have done? Do I stop myself and recognize that those thoughts in my head are just as untrue as the accusations of my not very nice family member? No. Then I started to think, well, if I'm harshly judging myself, aren't I doing exactly the same thing to myself as this hurtful family member? Well, of course I am. Yet, I was still stuck. I couldn't get my head around this whole idea of self-compassion. When I think of self-compassion, at that time, I imagine crawling into bed and pulling the covers up over my head. Dr. Neff made the connection between self-compassion and boundaries, and it has nothing to do with crawling in bed and pulling the covers up. She said, because women are culturally encouraged to be giving, listening, and caring, having good and solid boundaries are probably, they're difficult, but they're probably the most significant gift we as women can give ourselves. Now, I thought to myself, self-compassion is starting to make some sense to me, and I hope to you too. Building self-esteem sometimes can be fleeting. And remember, Dr. Neff talked about how self-compassion is actually more important than self-esteem. But we talk about self-esteem all the time, and we keep trying to raise our self-esteem. Affirmations can work, but as I discuss in my Recapture Your Joy mini course, which is an excellent course, ladies, the brain knows if your affirmations are real or just hooey. And for affirmations to actually work, they have to be believable to your brain. In contrast, building self-compassion is connected with having really good boundaries. Now, every one of you and me have something we can work on. Start with those people in your life that make your life difficult. It might be a family member but it can also be a colleague at work. Recently, I was working with a client of mine, very smart, high-level professional, who talked about an exceptionally difficult colleague. When I asked, how do you deal with that person? My client said she tries her hardest to be warm and friendly, and she even engages in sending emails that encourage collaboration. But she gets nothing in return. It's like the woman ices her. We talked about ending the chase, as I called it. And when she stopped chasing that difficult colleague with kindness, what was super interesting is that she noticed a big change in the dynamics between them. Even more important, and this is key, she no longer invested any of her own precious time thinking about the difficult colleague and how to make things better. By focusing on her own boundaries, my client actually neutralized her emotions around that very difficult colleague. 
So boundaries are powerful, ladies. And my client's decision to create boundaries for herself in her interactions with her colleague is just one example of how she valued her own self-compassion over trying to gain the engagement of her colleague. Now, in my own situation, I, tr I chose to do things a little bit different. I sent a nice loving email to my loved one. I expressed sympathy for her misplaced op opinions, I should say, but I didn't engage by explaining or defending. I honored my own boundaries with this person. And ladies, that new behavior feels darn good. So I've come to the conclusion that self-compassion in the form of boundaries is the best way to deal with life's challenges and especially those BAM moments. And let's not forget about the most important boundaries we must have in place, which are the ones you set for yourself. Negative self-talk, let's not invite it to the table. Don't give negative thoughts any of your time. So let me just ask you, what would you say to someone who walked up to you or at lunch said to you, you know what, you don't stick to anything. You know better than anyone else at that. Or love just isn't in the cards for you. Well, You'd shut them down, wouldn't you? And you'd walk away. And yet many of us regularly let ourselves fill our heads with thoughts like this, as well as others. But not anymore. Your task is to monitor your thoughts and put up boundaries when you say things to yourself that aren't kind, that aren't supportive, and might even be downright cruel. Have a mantra to end those comments if you notice them creeping into your thoughts. One I use, I was taught by a very good uh, energy healer named Lisa Thomas, is cancel, cancel. Only loving thoughts are spoken here. And I have to say that to myself as many times as needed to get those negative thoughts out of my consciousness. Just like the unhappy family member or the troubled colleague, negative comments that you say to yourself are also rarely based in truth. So let's embrace self-compassion. Love our boundaries, and especially the boundaries that you have with your own thoughts and your own self-talk. And remember, you are smart, you are kind, you are special. There will never, ever be another you. You are the amazing and unique, one-of-a-kind you. So your homework, and I love that, homework for adults, your homework for this week is to check in on your boundaries, especially around any of those that are triggering you, anything that's triggering you or making your life uncomfortable. This might be the most compassionate activity that you can engage in this week. And for ongoing and amazing support, I invite you to subscribe to Be The Real You magazine. Go to sherryharmel.com. The magazine comes out four times a year and we just published issue number two. 
And I've heard from so many of my readers how excited they were to see it in their inboxes and how much they loved this most recent issue. Also, I hope you take the time to rate this podcast. As we all know, podcasts are free. So what matters to huge platforms like iTunes is whether or not you, the listener, like the podcast. So I invite you to subscribe to the podcast or follow it on iTunes. And we have a little giveaway that we're going to be announcing very soon for those of you that review the podcast. It's a surprise, but I'm sure it's going to be something that you love. So thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode and you know of others that you think could benefit from listening, please share it using the social media button on this page. Take care, everyone, and I'll see you very soon. Bon journée. everyone for listening today and if you want to hear more tune in every Monday for a new episode and if you felt this podcast was helpful make sure you subscribe or follow so that you don't miss any announcements or special conversations or even bonus episodes I'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode so don't hesitate to put your comments in the comment section below And I very much appreciate you leaving a review. Now, if you want to hear more about Be The Real You magazine, our champagne soirees, courses, or any of our other offerings, you can follow me on social media or join us at SherryHarmel.com. I look forward to our next conversation, and I hope you do too. See you there.